I got to tell you, I've learned a couple of things about myself over the 4th of July holiday weekend. We were invited to a 4th of July party, a get-together in Manhattan Mm -hmm. with a great view of the Macy's fireworks. Same one you see on TV. Amazing view. And the first thing I learned about myself is going up to uh, one of those rooftops on one of the big, tall buildings in the city and looking over the... I have terrible vertigo. You do. Or maybe it's fear of heights. I mean, maybe it's a mix of the two. I don't know, but I got to tell you, you're looking up. Yeah. And there's helicopters and stuff. There's a lot going on in the sky. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking up and I have this, this sensation of... Oh, like this queasy feeling that goes from my neck to my belly, down my legs and into my feet. Hmm. And you went, you got the vertigo. Yeah. I don't know that it's fear of heights. I don't know that you have that because I don't think you are afraid to. Like, but I, you know, like when I look down and you see the, the teeny little cabs going yeah. by that look like Lego cars, yeah. that makes me nervous too. So I think I might have vertigo and fear of heights. <laughs> well, that's not good. And I didn't know. I also am claustrophobic. So I probably shouldn't leave the house. You should probably just I know stay I've home. said this before. I probably yes. shouldn't leave the house. <laughs> but it's just such a weird thing. If there's someone that has vertigo, you probably know what I'm talking about, where mm-hmm. you just. You're just looking up, cocking your head back a little bit, and all of a sudden you feel like you're going to throw up. Yeah. It's a strange feeling. That, see, I do have a fear of heights, so I understand that surge of fear when you, like, I can't look over the edge and look down. That really, really But looking up me. doesn't bother you. But looking up does not bother me at all. So I I don't I don't know if that's the same feeling that you get when you're afraid of something or if it's an actual, when you you're actually looking, feel sick. Yeah, when you're looking down, do you feel sick to your stomach? Do you get a nauseous feeling? Is that I, what it is? I do, but it's also from fear. It's not because <gasps> I've actually feel feel sick. I just, I get, like our friend who was there and he had a speaker that was sitting on the edge of of the balcony and playing music off yeah. of it. And it made me nervous the whole time that well, we it was going to fall down. Right. We were 20 stories up. Right. And I was going to say, this is the second thing that I learned about myself is I get tremendous anxiety about things falling. Yes. Yes, and I didn't know I had that either, but I was I was terrified that his speaker was... He put his cell phone up there, a speaker, his drink. I'm like, you're putting that on the ledge? But it wasn't just him. It was you and yeah. several other people who yes. were all taking selfies of themselves when uh-huh. the fireworks are going off. And I understand that. And you weren't even... I mean, you obviously weren't hanging over the ledge. No, I, but that, no, no, no. But no, just no. watching you and looking straight ahead, that same uh-huh. feeling I get from looking up, I was getting that... Just, just watching at- you with your cell phone within a couple of feet huh. of the ledge of the building. Interesting. All of that was making me nervous. Huh. And it, the speaker especially it looked like something out of uh, Letterman's old show where he used to throw the pumpkins off a building. Yeah, like yeah. Like I was just imagining the speaker falling and either getting a guy in the head or cracking the windshield of a car parked down below or something. Maybe you don't have vertigo. Maybe you're just a nervous Nelly. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I, need, maybe I need a Valium. Yes. <laughs> or a stiff drink. Somebody leave it to me. We get this amazing view once in a lifetime of the fireworks. It's a holiday. <laughs> I got friends attention. and family around. And what's going on? <laughs> I'm having a massive panic attack slash vertigo. <laughs> <laughs> slash I just should not leave the house. Probably not. All right. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. 1071 The Boss. 997 FM. Any place on the free boss app. We were kind of laughing in the car yesterday. 1071 Loud and clear in most parts of uh, Manhattan. I haven't really driven around the city that much since we moved here mm-hmm. a year or so ago. But as I mentioned uh, at the beginning of the show, we had a 4th of July party to go to and we stayed over last night in the city. And then we... Uh, Driving home yesterday, it was like, uh, you remember that Muppets Take Manhattan? It was Michelle Amabile Takes Manhattan. It was really, really cool to hear it in the city. It was. I didn't realize that we came in that far. Yeah, so that was fun. So if you're listening uh, in the city or driving into the city this morning, we certainly appreciate that too. Mm -hmm. We got a big old Wednesday show ready to go. Isn't this nice when you get a holiday week like this? Yes. Just about everybody had at least part of this week off, so Mm -hmm. you get like a nice short work week already Wednesday. Well, if he said, said. back at uh, 7.50 this morning, hashtag mom. God bless 7.20 and 9.20. Listen for that Elton Sounder. We call it the Elton John Sounder. It's like a little mishmash, a couple of Elton songs. Mm-hmm. When you hear that, you want a pair of tickets, go see Elton John, the Farewell Yellow Brick Road Tour. Coming later on this month to MetLife Stadium. It's going to be a great show. Good luck driving over there. I be really want to go. Better off going yeah. into the city. You're going to have less traffic. <laughs> but come Leave on. early. Leave early. It's Elton John. Did you see the picture of Elton the other night? The tour is in the UK right now, and he's coming back to the states, and mm-hmm. I think Jersey might be his first one when he comes back stateside. And Kate Moss showed up oh, at really? his uh, concert the other night, and they were taking selfies that she posted on her Instagram page. Was Johnny there too? Johnny, Johnny Depp. Oh, that's right. Johnny Depp and Kate Moss are friends. They are. They well, they dated for a long, long time, and they they've been seen together. I could tell you this: that Johnny's recently. over there playing with Jeff Beck. Right. So he's touring. I have. To, I wonder if there's a little rendezvous going on with Kate Moss what and uh, Johnny Depp. 
no, Johnny, no. <laughs> that was my Amber Heard impression. It was really so. good. Anyway, we got those Elton John tickets coming up. I believe I got a pair to Foreigner to give away this morning, too. Okay. So we get a real busy one. Uh, last, I do want to say thank you to uh, Uncle Ross Britton for filling in for the past couple of days. As always, a marvelous job, sir. And welcome back to Diane, who mm-hmm. had a nice vacation. She's... Uh, Ireland. Yeah, she's in Ireland. Mm-hmm. So the beer over there has got a little more kick to it than it does here. <laughs> As it should. So, so she came in with a big smile this morning. <laughs> Time for pre-coffee thoughts. Already Wednesday morning, so every Wednesday we do this. A little uh, stream of consciousness. Everybody write down the first thing that comes to mind that we share them right at the start of the show. It's a little something fun to help us get a little bit closer to the weekend and over the hump. But it's also fun for us to try and figure out whom of us... <laughs> may have written these mm-hmm. and with everybody taking vacations so like no one's out again today right it is kind of fun to guess did hunter write this did you write this mm-hmm. biting your tongue while eating is a perfect example of how you can still screw up even with years of experience <laughs> listen no one screws up after years of experience quite like this guy what's got two thumbs and screws up all the time still this guy <laughs> the biggest form of peer pressure as a kid wasn't drugs alcohol or smoking cigs it came during exams. It was completely silent. You heard everyone turn to page two while you were still in the first question. Oh, that's so true. You remember that feeling? Oh, gosh. That's very stressful. Not even turning, just the flipping of the page. Or you get that person who's very obnoxious with their pen or pencil, and they like slam it down I'm when they're done. done. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm on question four. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. We were, uh, in addition to going to the city, we drove up to uh, New England, saw my folks for a few days. And they love to tell you embarrassing stories about what a screw-up I was as a child. They do. <laughs> and I was uh, recounting when I took my uh, SAT exam. Mm-hmm. I was, I'm was i a terrible mathematical student. I will say this. Listen, I would have had an almost perfect score had I scored as well in math as I did in English. Yeah. I had a 720 English. That's pretty good, That's right? That's really good, yeah. I, I don't know what the... I think the numbers have changed now, but it used to be 800 was the best you can mm-hmm, get, mm-hmm. Uh, verbal or math. And I had like a... 50 in math, but it's 720. Oh, 50. <laughs> it was terrible. Did you even take it? Did yeah, well, that's what that's what the story I was telling to my folks is I have this memory. And it's funny, there's things that happen in the time when you're a kid you don't want to tell your parents. Yeah. But now all these years later, I don't really care. So I remember being in the SAT room, and, and it's all the stress because usually it's at a different high school. I mean, it wasn't, we didn't take it right. at my high school. I had to go to a school, so I, I didn't know some of the people there. It's a different teacher. You're in a room you don't know. So there's all this stress when right. you're a kid, and there's all this pressure because they tell you if you don't do well, you're going to... I don't know, you're going to go to jail or something, right? (laughs) You're not going to go to college is what they usually say. So I'm sitting there, and I remember page one. Of course, I know I'm bad at math. I got all this anxiety. I'm on page one. I'm like, oh, four plus four. Okay. Uh All right. Then Uh the next question is, you know, if you leave at six o'clock, you come back at six at night. How many hours are you going? Oh, 12 hours. Okay. All right. Maybe I'll do this. Page three. I don't even know what the hell kind of math would be required. (laughs) I mean, they're asking for like a, for a a geographic design of a star. I mean, I, I... (laughs) <laughs> I got nothing. You just pick C every time. That's the winner right there. And you're watching everybody else get through the test. You're like, I, got, I have no idea. I have no it's idea. The worst feeling in the world. You got a 50. These are, <laughs> and now I have this show. <laughs> These are pre-coffee thoughts. One of the most frustrating feelings in the world is being smart enough to know there's a better way to do something, but not smart enough to know how to do it. You wrote that one. <laughs> that was you. <laughs> you know you're an adult when you forget to... Put your can out on trash day and it ruins your entire week. Oh, that's so true. We had fish the other night. Oh, Oh, no. It's the worst. Or you're throwing away the uh, remnants of the litter box. Yeah. uh, That's (laughs) a party. Sitting out there. That's a party in a bag. (laughs) It must suck to be an air conditioner repairman. Think about it. You spend your day working in buildings that have no air conditioning, and when it's fixed and cool, you have to leave. Hey, just a question for you. I'm the Maytag man. I fix your air can I Can I cool myself? I, I am the one that just repaired it, lady. That's funny. America's Got Talent. We know America's Got Talent. Yeah. A big TV show. It's mm-hmm. actually a bit disturbing when you realize it's just four rich people dangling money in front of poor people or poorer people and telling them to dance for their entertainment. <laughs> You are simply terrible. (laughs) The first person who inhaled helium must have been so relieved when the effects finally wore off. Oh no, this is terrible. Why did no one tell me that? And I think I'm okay. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) There's no physical evidence to say that today really is Wednesday. We just trust that someone has kept count all along since the first Wednesday. That's true. That's true. (laughs) That was funnier in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Surely not everybody was kung fu fighting. Surely you can't Surely be serious. Surely not. 
I'm doing Taekwondo. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, Sunny Delight. You remember that? Oh, yes. Yeah, Sunny Delight tastes like someone made a bet that they could make orange juice without oranges. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty gross. <laughs> I used to really like it, though, but not anymore. Astronauts have tweeted from space, yet I can't get Wi-Fi in my bedroom from the router downstairs. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> Surely not everybody was kung fu fighting. <laughs> All right, that's enough of that. Let's get through a busy weekend with the fireworks and the town fairs and carnivals and your idiot neighbor blowing up fireworks till 2 o'clock in the morning inviting 25 people over to watch them lose a thumb. (laughs) So it's about time we check on the old Robbie and Rochelle CBB. The community bulletin board, the purpose here is to uh, put the spotlight or the uh, firecracker, I suppose, on big (laughs) events going on around town. People trying to make a difference for special organizations or charities, community organizations. You can send them to us anytime on our page at 1071theboss.com. There's a little contact link. You can send us a message on our uh, Facebook or any of our socials or just text us the studio text line 732-774-4444. We check those all the time. Let's catch up here. Boss Roadie's going to be on tour tonight. 1071 The Boss of the Atlantic Highlands Fireman's Fair. It's kind of a leftover uh, 4th of July weekend event. It's going to be a lot of fun. Municipal Harbor. At Simon Lake Drive, starting at 7 o'clock. Look for us. Right on the midway, they get the Ferris wheel, cotton candy. We'll have live Ooh. music on the main stage. And, of course, you win great prizes, including those highly coveted recyclable boss bags mm-hmm. from 1071 The Boss. There's vendor openings right now for the Middlesex County Fair. They're looking for commercial vendors to be part of this big old event. You can visit MiddlesexCountyFair.com or email them for info. We get that email address and more info about the Middlesex County Fair, which is coming up on August the 1st uh, through August the 7th, right at 1071theboss.com. Just click Community. Big night with the Jersey Shore Blue Claws as the Blue Claws become the Bruce Claws. 1071theboss will be there. Of course, our own Springsteen guru, Tom Cunningham, will be the host (laughs) for the evening at the ballpark. There's at 5.30. Get info on that for Bruce Appreciation Night with The Boss, 1071theboss.com. All our events are right there. Just a couple of things we thought you, yes, you, needed to know this morning. We're going to try something new. We've never done this before. This is in my uh, never-ending quest to try and appeal to the younger demographic, the uh, the kids, if you will, the <laughs> millennials and younger generation Z. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we call this Things We Did on TikTok. How about that? How about that? <laughs> Hey, <laughs> hey! I'm a 17 year old. You know what I'm interested in? Robbie and Rochelle's things we did on TikTok. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> hey, we're getting better. We I do have a TikTok. Think. We are at Robbie and A N D Rochelle. Uh-huh. We've got some followers on there. We've got a couple hundred people on yeah, there. Yeah, we getting, post we're things. We're getting there. We're getting there. Now, to be fair, one of these we are stealing off Facebook mm-hmm. and putting it on TikTok. I yes. don't know if we've done that yet. Because our friend, uh, we'll start here. Our friend Joseph P. Nolan is on vacation this week. Uh-huh. He will be returning on Monday, taking a well-deserved vacation. And he's not gone far. He is uh, just down at the shore on right. his boat, mm-hmm. which is docked in uh, Lavalette. And a I, very nice boat. It's okay. It's a little old, but that's yes. all right. It's it, better than your boat. Yeah, I don't have a boat. Exactly. Yeah, so you're right. <laughs> it is better than my boat. Anyway, he and uh, the family are, uh, as we mentioned last week, he has a new grandson yeah. that just joined the family. So they're having a big ball down there. And he posted a video on the 4th of July of everyone on the boat. Mm-hmm. Having fun, and I'm going to guess, drinking just a little bit. Probably a little bit he was. (laughs) I said his new grandson is Liam Christopher. This is an Irish family, okay? Uh They do enjoy a little whiskey from time to time. So these are things we posted on TikTok. We're going to put this on the Robbie and Rochelle TikTok. We Mm -hmm. can lift a video off Facebook and do that, right? I can do it, yes. This is pretty good. This is Joe and his family, you know. Hanging out on the boat. Hanging out on the boat, he says in quotations. Mm -hmm. And singing Afternoon Delight, for whatever reason. (laughs) (laughs) We're not making this up. There's Joe. Bud Light in hand. I'm <laughs> going around the. Here's Joe again. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> you know my favorite thing when people do things? There's always one guy that's like, huh? What are we doing? Cool. I don't know who it is. Maybe his, his brother or something. I don't know who that guy is, but there's one guy that looks at Joe like, huh? They did a pretty good job. It, it was, was okay. terrible. It was okay. It was fun. These are things we we put on TikTok. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go to our Robbie and Rochelle page. Now, uh, the other day, you come to the uh, couch and say, I just, my sweet tooth is itching. I got to have yes. something. I said, oh yeah, what do you have? And you're having uh, cookie butter. Mm-hmm. Now I have seen this on the shelf at the supermarket. I have never in my life had cookie butter. <laughs> 
I mean, growing up the way I did, now I'm not Irish, I'm an Italian boy. So mm-hmm. mom, grandma, whoever they I was with as a kid, they, they would make everything. So we would we would not get these kind of store-bought sugary delights like this. Mm-hmm. So you said, oh my God, you're not living until you try it. Sure, it's bad for you. You got to try it. Well, th- this is what happened when I tried cookie butter for the first time. So I've said, be prepared to change your life to someone who has never had cookie butter. Are you ready? I've never had it. How have you never had it? I don't know. All right, are you ready? Yeah. Your life is going to change in like a second. <laughs> I took the slowest bite ever. Tastes like some cookie. Has your life changed? It's just all right. What? <laughs> I can't believe it wasn't the best thing you've ever had. I mean, it was good. It was fine. It's so good. My my favorite part of that is you can hear me like an old man. Like my dentures are falling out. It is butter. That's fair. All right, one more. I mentioned uh, over the 4th, we uh, traveled up, spent a little time with my folks Mm -hmm. of a uh, a beautifully manicured backyard and pool and all of that. Gorgeous. And Rochelle was wandering up into what's left of my childhood bedroom (laughs) and decided she would make a video of what she thought were embarrassing little knickknacks that I had Mm -hmm. still lying around. Yes. Now, there's uh, there's no audio to this other than the music, but I thought you could narrate what people are seeing with this video here. Sure. Random things found in Robbie's childhood bedroom. We've got an old television, <laughs> a piece of foam of some sort, a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles wallet. Yeah. Uh, a picture of Luke Danes from Gilmore Girls. Oh, yeah. Rock and Rob. Found in Robbie's childhood bedroom. <laughs> a, a Framed picture of Bill Clinton. I know. A framed picture I of know. Bill Clinton. A Dumb and Dumber poster. <laughs> My favorite has to be, though. Is it the shoe? Random no. The, the Sax for Lovers three-disc <laughs> CD set. Sax for Lovers. Okay. What is that? Can I explain a few of these? Yes. What is sa- what, is, what? Well, First of all, what is Sax for Lovers, and why do you have a three-edition three set? What is this? Please explain. Well, it's a three-album set of <laughs> instrumental romantic saxophone music. <laughs> and, and of course, now, now I had it on compact disc, mm-hmm. but it is now uh, on YouTube. Mm-hmm. If you, so I went and uh, searched a little bit of it. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is that? Hey, ladies. How you doing? What were you doing? What did you do with that? No, joking aside, it's a simple explanation. I was uh-huh. doing something for Valentine's Day. Uh-huh. And I used it as the background music in between all the love songs I was playing on the show. Oh, on air. It was, it was meant to be a corny thing to play in the ah, background. So you had to buy the three-disc set, and you kept it, and you put it on your shelf. Well, yeah, because as you know, I've got hundreds and hundreds of CDs, <laughs> and now if you want a clip of something, if you're like, oh, you know what I need is the Adams Family mm-hmm. music from yeah. the TV show, you just go on YouTube mm-hmm. or whatever it is, and it's right there. But years ago, you had to go buy a CD if you wanted this, this stuff. This is one of those perfect examples of throw it away. <laughs> Throw away the sacks for well, lovers. What if we do a Valentine's show next you year? Go or something? and you just found it on YouTube yeah. in two seconds. All right. Throw it away. <laughs> I like a hard copy. It's of It's very awkward. To I like go. a hard copy I'm of sure sacks for do. lovers. <laughs> and the Bill Clinton one is not that interesting. We had to. I was still in junior high schooler when he was president, or he was running that for president. That is so awkward for a middle schooler to have a framed poster of the president well, he was above the, your bed. He became the president, so I wrote him a letter and asked him a question for my civics class. And, and he then wrote, you put it above your bed. Well, it, it was an autograph from the president. I don't know. And back in those days, even if you didn't agree with the guy, no one hated ever. You know what I mean? In those days, it was like a big deal, whoever the president was. Now, you know, everybody. It's amazing. Somebody hates everybody, but mm-hmm. yeah. and I- how you doing, young man? <laughs> Thanks for hanging up my picture. I got a question. Can I borrow that Sex for Lovers CD you right. got over there? <laughs> I can definitely use that. This is why you never use the Sex for Lovers in your bedroom, because you had a photo of Bill Clinton above <laughs> your bed. <laughs> but any lady who went up there would be like, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> there was nobody up there. Let me just be clear. All right, let's hear Nolan one more time. Dear God. <laughs> Things we found on TikTok. And that, that's definitely going to bring in the younger demographic. For sure. When I bring up uh, Radio Shack, you know what I'm talking about, right? You remember Radio Shack? <laughs> yeah. It's like a smaller Best Buy, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, yes and no. They, they had some very specific things, especially if you were in, what, in our profession, or if uh, a lot of people that do what we do, do a radio show, mm-hmm. will go out and uh, be the MC of a wedding, or will host a dance at a high school. Or I don't know if people still do this, but DJs used to do that. It'd be, they make personal appearances, oh, and oftentimes sure. they would bring their own equipment. And you need to get those. Uh, and again, I know everything with laptops now is probably different, but you need to get those little white and red wires. Uh-huh. You know, like if you buy a uh, 
Again, people probably don't do this anymore either. <laughs> you buy a DVD player or a VCR back in the day. Yes. You had those plugs in the back, and then you had to hook one end into the, the VCR or the DVD player. Uh-huh. And then the other one into the back of your television. Uh-huh. I mean, I know it's a... They sim- sell those at Best Buy. Do they sell those well, there? Of course they do. Okay. <laughs> it's a smaller Best Buy. <laughs> or if you wanted to do the bigger plug, the quarter-inch plug, instead of the little teeny one yes. for headphones. Right. They used, Radio Shack used to sell all that stuff. In addition, to, they did cell phones toward the end, but mm-hmm. it's a great place to buy record players and tape decks and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Radio Shack uh, on Twitter is at Radio Shack. Oh, and, they, still have a, they still have a Twitter? Well, at Radio Shack still exists, and it is called the official Twitter account of Radio Shack, but here's the deal. There is no Radio Shack. Right, I thought they all shut down. They have all shut down. The brand has gone out, but the uh, official Twitter, the Uh intellectual property, has been purchased by a company that sells cryptocurrency. (laughs) Of course, which you know, of course they do, with some very small exceptions, is is pretty much worthless. Uh I think there are some people get rich with this whole thing, but anyhow, now if you scroll Radio Check and you didn't know that that's what this is, they post. I don't know if it's offensive, but just kind of uh, surprising things where they'll say, you know, ain't gonna take no s from anybody, really, or you know. I'm trying to give you an example here. Uh, to all the men and women who provide me the luxury of talking bleep uh-huh. on Twitter freely from the comfort of my mommy's basement, hashtag America, God bless the veterans. Now that's, you know, they're... Wait, this is, so this is a checkmarked official yeah. page? No, that's not, no necessarily, not necessarily offensive, but the you would think no. if it were still the corporate radio shack, they probably <laughs> would not put it quite that... Probably not. Quite that way. Probably not. And so I think there are many people here because you read the comments, they say, now, wait a minute. Why would you say that? Or that's disrespectful. Mm-hmm. It's because it's not really Radio Shack. Mm-hmm. It's this, you know, weasel in his basement selling cryptocurrency on the internet that now has the Radio Shack. How did Shack he get that domain? Purchase the uh, Twitter off of the company when they you were selling off their that? assets. Yeah. I yep. didn't know. I didn't even know you could do or that. They, or maybe they just transferred the password and he's got mm-hmm. it. I don't he know. He was probably the te- the head tech guy for for RadioShack.com <laughs> and he and he's really upset that they're now shut down and he's like, "Well, screw you." 3 uh, 3 days ago RadioShack at RadioShack tweeted, "Woke up feeling rough, but remembered I put a stripper's kid through college last night. We all oh good." My gosh. How many followers does this page have? Uh almost uh, 400,000. Oh my god. So again, if you're not paying attention, it appears to be the legitimate Radio Shack, where you'd go to buy all those little plugs and buttons, but mm-hmm. in fact, it is not Radio Shack. Wow. Unfollow. Crypto, cryptocurrency. Unfollow. And you know what's shocking to me is I have about four or five friends that are following this, and I wonder if they're if aware they that this is not Radio Shack like we thought it was Radio Shack. Or are there people who are on Twitter and just don't check it but then, anymore? But then I thought to myself, on the other hand, especially toward the last couple of years that there were Radio Shacks, they would always be down in the far end of the mall, Mm -hmm. not in the main stretch of the mall, down one of those little side hallways all by themselves or in the really, uh, you know, the lousy uh, plaza, shopping plaza (laughs) in kind of a sketchy area. Yeah, yeah. There was never a Radio Shack right next to a- They never had a prime spot. They were never next to Gucci and Starbucks (laughs) in the- What mall did you go to then, Gucci? I don't know. I'm sure there's a there Gu- is said mall with sure Gucci there's in a it. Gucci store somewhere. <laughs> I did frequent Radio Shack all the time, so it's sad to see their their brand being used. Well, in this maybe way, you should but. reach out and see if you can buy it from them. Well, to be fair, they're not using the logo, so just ah, you okay. happen to see them pop up. It's not them on Twitter. Okay, so, <laughs> we should we should all just get off Twitter. It's just yes, yeah, Twitter's awful. It's horrible. It's the you know, worst. All right, time for hashtag mom. Confessions. Whether you're using the Twitter, Twitter <laughs> whether you're using the Twitter or any of the other ones out there, you can always uh, send one in if you're a mom and you have something to share. Sometimes we hear from dads and we put them on the radio every morning, 720 and 920, just like this. At KJ Murphy said, it's so much easier to ignore my kids bickering when we're on vacation because the crashing of the ocean waves drowns them out. <laughs> It's like a noise machine. It is. Diane Adams said, our toddler just learned how to snap. I'm sorry, wait staff everywhere. Well. Can you imagine if you have a little toddler snapping at you? That'd be awful. Can I have some more chocolate milk, please? That's awful. Brittany Kara 55 said, my seven-year-old asked her brother for a hug, and it was the sweetest sibling moment. Then off to camp, he went with a slap me sign on his back. That's pretty good. <laughs> Hashtag mom. Every morning, 720 and 920. Now, if we get one from at Radio Shack, Mm -hmm. just use with caution, okay? Mm -hmm. We had a uh, fancy dinner on the 4th of July. Mm -hmm. Hey, it's a holiday. And by the way, I know I've mentioned this. I love the 4th of July. So this whole past weekend, 
made it a long weekend for us. We're lucky enough to be able to do that. Is my favorite holiday of the year. <laughs> Christmas is. is fine. Yeah. But I like the warm weather. I like the uh, you know opening the top, opening mm-hmm. the sunroof. Mm-hmm. I just and I you know I'm a patriotic guy. I love my country. So I love uh, I love the pomp and circumstance of it all. I like the uh, you know the marching bands and all those sort of things. Yeah. I like the clips of the president saying inspirational things from years past. So I mm-hmm. love all of this. I love the Fourth of July. Beyond that, we did we still have not gone on a full blown. You know, ten day honeymoon or anything like that. No. So I try to do little what I call mini moons <laughs> to keep you from divorcing me when I can. Uh-huh. Because we just celebrate our anniversary. Coupled with the holiday, we went out for a to a real fancy, like a stupid expensive steakhouse. Yes. It was great. We had a I'll tell you what, it's one of those things where you spend the money, you go totally worth it. It was worth it. It was so good. Oh Actually my I didn't even have I had some of yours, but I didn't order I ordered fish myself. Yeah. And that was also excellent. Mm-hmm. That'd be some beautiful grilled salmon. So we just had a fantastic night. But it's one of those deals where we, we get up early in the morning mm-hmm. and even on days we're off. We still are party poopers and go to bed earlier than most people probably oh, do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're just acclimated to be in bed by 10. Anything past 10 o'clock is just Start to struggle tough. a little bit. Yeah. It's tough. Maybe on a day off, I'll make it to Saturday night. I'll make it to 11. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. So we made dinner reservations for 445. Mm-hmm. I think we were the first people <laughs> in the restaurant. Yeah, we were. We, I think there was one person up at there the bar. There might have been one guy at the yeah, bar. So we yeah. get in there and sit down again. We have a beautiful meal. And the place is empty for the first half of our meal. But right. we're about halfway through eating. And suddenly you get the rush just mm-hmm. after five where everybody's coming in for dinner. I want to be absolutely upfront about this. I don't care at all. I don't mind at all. I just thought this was strange, mm-hmm. just unusual and unexpected. Yes. And kind of a funny thing that happens to you in life. As they're starting to fill the tables, three tables next to us. All people over the age, I'd say, of 65, 70 years old, maybe older than that. Mm-hmm. We had some walkers. We had some silver hair. They were all, all three tables, older people. And oddly enough, they did not appear to be with each other. No. It just so happened that we had some very, very elderly people, three mm-hmm. tables right next to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, I don't care. I mean, it doesn't matter to me. No, I thought it was unusual no. that all of a sudden, and maybe it's because it was early. That's exactly old, why it was. That's the old joke that older people tend to go to the uh, early bird buffet. Yeah. I mean, listen, we went to the early bird deal. Right. Okay? Well, then another couple of minutes go by. Two tables get fi- both the family sitting there. And again, I don't know, but they didn't appear to be with each other. Are both tables of Scotsmen. They're all all men in kilts. Mm-hmm. Not making this up. Both tables don't appear to be related. Just a coincidence. Wandering around in kilts. Both tables. Then we get two more tables in the back corner. And at this point, the restaurant is almost filled. All people with red hair. Every single one of them. Both tables, all redheads. And I thought this was the strangest thing in the world where you had a group of older people. A group of It was like they were grouping all these people together. And then there was just us right in the middle of this. And it was the strangest thing that you happen to have all of them coming in right at the very mm. same time. I mean, I don't know where you would just if you, you don't usually see large swaths of people. So what you found that was weird was that the restaurant was grouping people together. I suppose. But also I just thought it was just unusual that you'd get people that were all just happen to come in at the same moment. It's not the largest group of people. Right, I right. thought that was the strangest thing in the world that all of a sudden it seemed like there was... It was like the United Nations in this restaurant, which was fine. But what were the chances (laughs) on a random Monday night at five o'clock in the afternoon that you get? uh, Well, here's the uh, here's the English and here's Ghana and here's France and here's Germany. It was just the strangest thing in the world. It's funny because when the older couples were all sat near us, I understood that. There were three tables of elderly people. I understand that. And and I understood that. And that was funny to me because. I, we are those people who go to the early bird dinner, and I enjoy that. And so I did notice that. The rest of it, I had no idea. So that's really funny that we're going through dinner, and I'm just sitting there talking and eating my amazing steak, and this is what's going on in your mind. You weren't I, noticing any of this? No! <laughs> no idea. And we get a whole table of people dressed up like the Easter Bunny, and we get a whole group of people. Honestly, I was now just it's en- three baseball teams sitting next to each other. I was just enjoying my food. I had no idea that you were calculating who was walking in. I just thought it was very unusual. I think after... after Not to have a cross-section of people. You had just a groups of people that were all very similar. <laughs> you don't think that's strange? You, were you making a chart on the tablecloth? No. <laughs> like in. a seating chart? No. Yeah. You were doing like a counter. Hey, listen, let me be clear. Every place that I go, I know what everybody's thinking is, what is this clown doing here? Matter of fact, that's how I feel right now. Just kind of strange. We get some uh, outdoor time, some pool time this uh, past weekend as we were off for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. 
And Rochelle got herself uh, what has turned into a tan, but it started out as a burn. Oof. Now, this is funny. When I get burned, I'm burned. Yeah. Now, if I get tan, I get tanned. <laughs> and I tan quickly. But you look as though you've got a horrible burn. I mean, like, we might need to take you to the hospital. Bad. It's so bad. Very, very like, bad. Like, it turns a, that kind of red where it looks like you're... Looks like you might be in pain. Well, I'm Irish. <laughs> That's what happens. If I drink, I turn red. If I get irritated, I turn red. I go in the sun, I turn red. Yeah. I'm Irish. That's what happens to me. Yeah. Joe, he starts singing Afternoon Delight. And he turns a little red. And he turns a little red, yeah. <laughs> what happens to all you Irish folks. Yes. But it looked like a nasty, painful burn. But it amazingly, did. within a few hours, mm-hmm. it just turned into a beautiful, deep brown. Yeah. yeah. I, having said that, the areas <laughs> that you were not able to tan... Mm-hmm. Mainly your nether regions and your boobies. Uh-huh. <laughs> bright, bright white. Oof, so white. We're talking Casper the Friendly Ghost white. Yes, yeah, yeah. Now, I could see just a little bit of your tan lines. Right. And I From teased you a little bit about this, but then I don't know what you're doing. Well, tell me what you're doing, because then you go and get changed after, to go have dinner after we leave the pool. Yeah. And what happens? You well, take a picture went, of yourself. <laughs> I, went, I went to go get changed. I don't want to presume what happened behind closed doors. I went doors. to go get changed, and I had a bikini top on. So yeah. when I lifted it up, I saw my underboob, how white it was. Now, the, right. the top, like where you have where I have cleavage, obviously has a little bit of, I mean, that's what it's called. It has a little bit of color. Yes, I know that's what it's just, called. Just from everyday whatever. But underneath, that never sees the sun, ever. But your your girl itself, very white, very pale. Underneath, like you said, Casper the ghost. So I just kind of nonchalant pulled him up a little bit and covered... What covered needed the, to covered be covered the zone, yeah, and, and, and snapped a photo, and I sent it to you, and it was so funny because it, the contrast between the white and the red yeah. was just insane. You could see my arm, which was covering what needed to be covered, also totally bright red, and then just this big white blob. Not a blob. <laughs> What's what? funny is you're so tan now that yeah. it's not quite as known. It just looks like oh, she must have been on vacation. Well, you, you still haven't seen the. You're not looking at the underboob. Right I don't now. get to see him very often. Let me. <laughs> <laughs> There's not much for me to see. But the, it was ju- it's just so white. It's but you were just bright red. I yes. mean, people say, oh my gosh, you got a sunburn like a lobster. Yeah. You were bright red. Uh-huh. And then <laughs> your girls were so white. Yeah. He took the picture and you said, I'll tell you what, I think it's hysterical. I'm going to post it. I, I went, did. That's a bold move. Now, granted, you, you weren't showing anything no, other than... I was than showing nothing. Nothing more than you would see from a string bikini, right? right? No, less than that. You yeah, don't probably, see less right. than You'd that. You'd probably it, see more with a little it, teeny bikini on. Right. It was, an itsy-bitsy, teeny-weeny. It was honestly just like my you know, my upper torso and my underboob. It was That's all it was. And there are bathing suits that show that now. So I posted the photo and proceeded, of course, to get the people who... You know, thought it was hysterical and could see why I was posting it. Like, oh my gosh, you're so burnt. Make sure you put some mallow sure. on. And then you get the people who are like, oh, you're so sexy. I'm, that's not why I'm posting it. And then you get the other ones are like, you're disgusting. Did you how get people you, saying that? Oh, yeah. How, <laughs> how could you post something like that? I'm like, have you looked online at all? Did right. Have you seen what anybody... They, I was showing nothing. I'm like, going to go nothing. ahead and guess that it was women who either thought it was funny or disgusting. And 100% of men were like, hey, hey. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't. Because ha- men are idiots. Yeah, I had no man. I I did have a lot of guys like, oh, that looks painful. And then I had one guy who was like, make sure Robbie rubs some aloe on there for you. And if he doesn't want to, I'll come over. I'm like, what? No. Okay. No, first you won't. of all, shut up because I'll break your neck. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with with my beautiful wife wanting to post a sexy picture of but herself. It's not even a sexy photo. It was funny. <laughs> like that's what I. I it wasn't supposed to be a sexy photo. It was like, look at how freaking burnt I am. Second, let's be absolutely crystal clear. If anybody's going to be rubbing aloe vera on anybody, it's going to be Rochelle helping me because I'm a little <laughs> wuss. That's just going. If I get a sunburn, the whole world is going to stop, yeah. and I'll complain incessantly until it goes that's away. So true. So no one's. I'm not going to be helping her. She's uh-uh. going to be helping me. Yeah. Well, it's a great picture of you. You look fabulous, okay? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. You don't want to see a picture of where I'm bright white, let me tell you. <laughs> and neither does anybody else. Here comes Robbie and Michelle's Fast Five. Five big old trending stories that you needed to know. Be in the know, number five to number one. And by the way, catch us wherever you get your podcasts. Connect with us, 1071theboss.com, where the show is also streaming on demand each mm-hmm. and every day. If there's a new show, there's a new podcast on the Robbie and Rochelle on the Morning page. We will count down today, start at number five. Well, this is pretty good. There's an a cappella group called May Tree, and the group does a couple of things. First of all, they do that uh, running up the hill thing from oh, Stranger yeah. Things, and people are pretty impressed. Yeah. 
I mean, it's really no different than that uh, Pentatonics group, right? Yeah, I like that, but that version better than I mean, the original. Yeah, they, it sounds similar to the original, but it's <laughs> but I don't know what's so special that they're any better than any other acapella yeah, groups. But I, I guess they were the first of the party to do it. Yeah, they also can imitate sounds. For example, the sounds your uh, phone makes. <laughs> All those ringtones, that's pretty good. I now like that, that. Now that's your thing. Yeah. Let pentatonics do the running up the hill. That's your thing. That's really good. Number four, a kangaroo was captured and safely returned to its owners in Louisiana. That may be one of the craziest things I have ever said on the radio, and that is saying something. After it was accidentally released from its enclosure by the mischievous parrot that also lives with the kangaroo. What kind of house is this? What? They got a parrot and a kangaroo? It's like the nutty professor. Here are two guys <laughs> that see this happen as the uh, parrot is able to lift the little guardrail mm. and allow the kangaroo out of its enclosure. <laughs> I remind you, this is occurring in Louisiana. He was like, there's a kangaroo on the side of I'm like, what the heck are you talking about? There's no way. I turn around, he points it out, and sure enough, there's a kangaroo right there. He was just going fast. like He was jumping in the ditch. It was like Harold and Kumar see a kangaroo. He was just going fast. He said, Can you imagine seeing a kangaroo hopped on the street? He's free at last. Free at last. That's crazy. <laughs> that parrot helped him out. I'm assuming that was an illegal thing. You can't have a kangaroo as a pet, right? I, I don't know what's illegal and what's not illegal in Louisiana. <laughs> I guess that's true. Get her done. Rip, here you go. <laughs> Thanks, Parrot. I'm going to hop my way all the way back to Australia. <laughs> Number three, passengers on a Delta flight were offered $10,000 to be <gasps> bumped from their flight. What? It was a combination of the flight having been overbooked and not enough crew to work subsequent subsequent flights. Ten grand? So they offered him ten thousand dollars just to come back some other day. Yeah. Here's a guy named Jason Ayton who decided he would not take the cash. Are you serious? And he wanted on that airplane and he wanted on that airplane right here and now. Wow. They came on the PA system and said that they were looking for volunteers and that they were willing to pay ten thousand dollars. Which everyone assumed was like they heard it wrong, right? I've taken bumps, as they call it, plenty of times in the past, but usually that's for a couple hundred dollars, right? But he didn't take it this time. He had to get where he was going. Wouldn't you feel that way if you had to be someplace? I don't know. Not for 10 grand. I think I would go ahead. You can have my seat. I can wait a little bit. I'll wait till tomorrow and go to a hotel room. 10 grand? That's a lot of money. I think I would insist on getting on the flight. You would? Yeah. If I was intending on going, I, I think that's I guess exactly it what I would do. depends if where I was going and what I was doing. I know. You know what? No. Unless it was like my wedding or there was something wrong with the kids and I had you know, they something, God forbid, happened to them. Yeah. I would take the 10 grand. No question about it. You Why can don't they seat. just use the 10 grand to pay for enough crew, whether it's for that <laughs> flight or another flight or to get the fuel for another plane? Why are we giving out the 10 grand? I mean, I guess that's great if you're a passenger and yeah. your schedule is flexible enough. But. What they don't tell you is that the 10 grand comes in a gift card. So it's not that they have 10 grand cash. They're doing trade. So just give a pilot or a flight attendant 10 grand I, it, well, and that, say, here's I a gift that, card, come work. I think that absolutely. That's a great incentive to get them to come to work. That's crazy. I know though. this sounds obnoxious, but I'm just telling you, give me a month running one of these airlines. <laughs> now, I've never worked in the airline industry before, but I am confident <laughs> uh-huh. I can do a better job at keeping these flights on time uh-huh. than some of these yahoos right now with all these delays and cancellations. That is a little obnoxious, but also I'd like to see you try. I just <laughs> I mean, really, I really I can't would. do a worse job than these people canceling 15,000 flights it's, over the last it, week. It's really awful. And then they're giving, oh, but you get 10 grand like they're Oprah. I mean, come on. <laughs> Number two, I know you saw the, uh, well, here's a little bit of it if you missed it. You saw the footage from the uh, Nathan's hot dog eating contest oh, out yeah. in Coney Island. Joey Chestnut for year 15. He's the GOAT, the greatest of all time. He's won another hot dog championship. He ate 64 hot dogs in less than 10 minutes. Ugh. The 15-time champion of the world. With 63 Nathan's famous hot dogs and buns, Joey Chestnut! I thought it was 20, 64, but 63 is still pretty that impressive. That is now, a lot. If you're not interested in Joey, they had some other events going on there at the uh, hot dog eating championship. Could you chug a gallon of pink lemonade? Badlands Booker did it in less than 30 seconds. A gallon of pink lemonade. That's a lot of sugar. Wait, how fast? He did it in less than 30 seconds. Oh my gosh. be pretty impressive if Joey Chestnut could do the hot dogs and the lemonade without hurling on the spot. Uh, there's, he, he, no way. Ugh. You know how I say every year on Groundhog Day that I wish we could go be a part of that mm-hmm. and uh, broadcast from... I would love to be the MC for the hot dog eating contest. <laughs> 
I mean, what a perfect little slice of Americana. Yeah. To watch these big dudes guzzling all that lemonade and hot dogs. I don't know if I could watch it. I, I don't even like watching it on TV. It's just, it's too much. It's gross. Number one, Clint Eastwood has won $2 million from a CBD company that was using his name and something very similar to his likeness, an outline of him, to advertise their product. <laughs> now, I don't know how you, you run a business and you would think that it'd be okay to <laughs> illegally use someone, claim someone endorses your product when they don't. Well, but. I guess if you, I don't know, I don't know the whole story, but if they don't say it's Clint Eastwood, like if it's. No, they're saying Clint Eastwood, but oh, they they, are it's saying, not a picture of him. It's like a like an outline of oh, his, uh, okay. you know, when he's wearing the cowboy hat okay. and all of that. Okay. Hey man, let's get high. <laughs> you got to ask yourself. Do you want to have the munchies today? All things, it's got to be CBD. I mean, <laughs> CBD for CE. Well, good for him for winning. Get off lawsuit. my lawn. <laughs> All right, bonus story for you. There's a brewery in Texas releasing a new hard seltzer. It's brewed from Joey Chestnut's going to like this leftover hot dog water. Oh, it's 5.2 percent seltzer and is made with leftover water from 52 pounds of boiled hot dogs. Ah, doesn't that sound refreshing? No, not even a little bit. That's gross. I mean, they do say they purify the water, but I'm imagining that. Would would be a big old no from you. They could just get fresh water. I mean, why did it have to be the hot dog water? Does it taste like a hot dog? Is it supposed no, to taste no, like they, a hot they're dog? They're just trying not to waste the water. I think it's very well, they nice. Didn't waste it. They cooked the hot dog in it. They used it. Now throw it away. That's <laughs> well, gross. they're using it again. It's recycling. No. It's like you see one little blue dot on a piece of bread. It ruins oh, the whole meal for the you. The whole loaf is gone. Uh-uh. Bonus, no. bonus story for you. Can't end on that one. There's a urologist from the city who says he's been seeing more and more people asking for something called bladder Botox. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I've heard about this. They actually, they're able to go up, yes. get up in there. Yes. I don't even want to discuss how it is they do that part, okay? Ooh. I looked it up, I regret it. But they get up in there and they're able to basically calm your bladder to yes. the point that you're able to go unusually long periods uh-huh. without having to urinate. Now, yeah. other doctors say this is potentially dangerous because if your system needs to flush, you got to go. You think? It's, it's bad for you, but they can relax the... Intense signal uh-huh. that your brain gets saying you got to go and it makes you can be on a flight for eight hours or whatever it is without having. I got to tell you, I think I might do it. No, come on. I think that that would save so much stress for me if I go long flights, long car rides. There's no way you'd be okay with someone sticking a needle in there. You just, that's not. Well, they'd have to knock me out. <laughs> and if they're not willing to knock me out, someone would have to punch me in the throat and knock me out that way. <laughs> But then I feel like that'd be great. Imagine you go to a concert, you get all four hours, you don't have to wait in line. I mean, I there are a lot guess. of benefits here. I guess. Bladder Botox. That can't be good for you. Wednesday celebrity birthday file, Kevin Hart. He's 43. I think that's his, uh, how tall he is in sure. inches. 43 inches. <laughs> sure. <laughs> he is too small to ride. Poor Kevin. Remember these ladies? Tia and Tamara. Mm-hmm. Is that uh, sister, sister? Sister, sister. 44. 50 Cent is almost 50 himself. <laughs> He is 47. <laughs> Jeffrey Rush from Pirates of the Caribbean, 71. Sylvester Stallone, George W. Bush, born on the very same day. Oh. I tell wow. you what, I like that Rocky movie. <laughs> Rocky goes, pow, pow, Adrian. I like it. <laughs> wow. Burt Ward, the guy that played Robin in the old Batman show, he is 77. Holy caboose. Emergency. Today is National Fried Chicken Day mm. and International Kissing Day. Oh, that's nice. Does that mean you need to kiss somebody from overseas? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Just run up to the embassy? I don't know. Smooch him right in the mouth, find your nearest ambassador? Good luck with that one. Let <laughs> <laughs> I me mean, know how that turns out for you. Nick was asking me about uh, our new car, and I uh, texted him a picture. And, of course, you go to the dealership. No one knows social media like Nick, so I know he appreciated this. They gave you that big red bow, like the uh-huh. TV commercial, to put on your new car. And they go, oh, take a social, tag yourself at our dealership. So you like the car? You think it's a good-looking car? <laughs> I love it. I mean, I, I had a, a Beamer when I was... Uh, Oh, maybe 21 or so. Wow. And it was an old one. Uh, wow. Now, uh, come on. It was like uh, I bought it off of my uh, barber at the time. He was like 80 <laughs> years old, and it was in perfect condition, and he won it like three grand for it. So how could I not jump on that? And, you know, I, I kind of felt guilty because at the time I was working at a, uh, a local TV station where we made like seven bucks an hour. <laughs> Here I am pulling up in a Beamer, and, uh, you know, I, I think like people felt a certain kind of way, you know? I just like, and, the, I just like the idea you're 21, and you said to your 80-year-old barber, Barber, I'd like to buy your car. I love well, it. He, he offered it to me because <laughs> he was about to retire. He never gave me a great haircut anyway. So, you know, I was like, hey, I look like Will from Stranger Things at times. I was like, come on. That's like the worst haircut you could possibly get. But whatever. Uh, but yes, continued good luck with that car. It is beautiful. And uh, I don't know. I think uh, Rochelle uh, kind of redeemed herself from 
saying that the weather was boring last week. Oh, yeah, remember that? <laughs> no. Remember that whole kerfluffle? It's not Yes, boring. yes, that, there's that word again. It's he said, she said, with Robbie and Rochelle. And it is brought to you by Ashley's Red, White, and Boom, July 4th event. Extended shop huge discounts at Ashley. This is home all throughout central New Jersey. <laughs> Big movie uh, over the weekend. Well, the big TV show, Stranger Things, big movie is yeah. Minions, The Rise of Gru. This is a prequel if you've seen any of those Despicable Me movies with uh, Steve Carell. Now, there was already a Minions movie. Yes. The thing made uh, close to $230 million worldwide. Came in number one at the box <laughs> office. It now holds a record for the biggest movie opening ever on a 4th of July You're weekend. kidding. Which is crazy. You think of movies like Jaws and Jurassic Park yeah. years ago. This is now the it's biggest minions. biggest ever July 4th opening for Minions. And uh, Top Gun still holding steady at number two. It's now done $1.2 billion. That's incredible. Yeah. That's but, really incredible. So congratulations to Steve Carell. And there's some great people in the cast. Alan Arkin is in it. Oh, he's very funny. They got some, uh, some veteran actors as part of uh, Minions. Uh, I love the Despicable Me movies. I went to see Despicable Me 3, which takes place in the 80s. Mm-hmm. You know, I love all this retro stuff. Yes. Went to see it by myself. <laughs> and I have no shame at all. None. No, you used to go. To, <laughs> don't question it. Just go. I, I just. I'm not questioning. Did you? Is it because you didn't have anyone else to go with, or because you didn't ask anybody else, or you didn't it's want been a combination to of the go two? With, yeah, this is because I. I think the movie came up before you and I had met. Yeah, and I was single at the time. Mm-hmm. So, like, if it was you, I'd say, hey, you know, I'd have no shame saying, let's go see this cartoon movie. Right. There'd be no problem. And at the time, uh, I used to go to movies with my uh, kid sister all the time, but, mm-hmm. you know, she lives far away, and I so that wasn't an option. And I just didn't feel comfortable asking anybody else that I knew from work or whatever it was to go see a kid's movie with me. <laughs> but Steve Carell's very funny, and I thought the funny. other Despicable Me movies were funny. And again, this one took place in the 80s, part three, if you remember. So I just wanted, I went and see it by myself. Sure, sure. And I, I have no that- shame. No, you've gone to the movies, but you went to see 50 Shades. By I yourself. did. I did. I saw the first one with a friend. That's sketchy. But that's one of those movies that it's I, it's like an intimate movie. I don't know. But Icky. I read I read all the books, so I wanted to see the movie. So I just did. But didn't to go want... sit there in the back of the theater by yourself and watch I wasn't this, in the back of the theater. Soft core movie. And I like, wasn't. Oh, stop. Oh, it was not. Don't be weird. It's gross. It was not like that. I read the books, so I wanted to see the movie, and I didn't have anyone to go with, so I went. I, I used to go to the movies a lot by myself, though, especially if it was one. That I knew I would cry in. I, I just like. You don't to, want to be embarrassed crying in right. front of somebody. So there's this movie I in particular remember called My Sister's Keeper. That oh, yeah. It was just like Abigail Brenslin was in it, and it was just, it was heart wrenching. And I read that book. So I just, I didn't even ask anybody. You just wanted to sit there and snot all by yourself. That's right. I went and saw Thor by myself. Just cause <laughs> I, I wonder why. Me. Now that one I may have been in the You can go see the new one where his butt is out by yourself too. I don't really You're not going to go? No, I'm not interested in seeing that. Okay. But I'll tell you what, whether we're talking Fifty Shades for you or the uh, Despicable Me, for me, <laughs> no shame. No, no shame. I have no shame. I don't care. I so, wanted to see it. I do have a little bit of shame when I went to go see the sing-along version of Mamma Mia by myself. Well, <laughs> as you should. <laughs> Surrender. You know who else you have to Pierce Brosnan should be ashamed to be in that movie. <laughs> Guy's James Bond, for God's sakes, and he's singing like a fool in the Mamma Mia movie. He's all right. No, I mean, come on. <laughs> Is there a movie you went to see by yourself? Maybe you're a little ashamed of it. Maybe you're embarrassed. Maybe you got no shame. Mm-hmm. Is there a memorable movie you went to see by yourself? Got all my lines open, all five lines now. 732-774-4444. Get in on this or text it to us or answer. Rochelle did a funny graphic. It's on our uh, Facebook. You can answer right there in the comments. Uh, The big movie is Minions, The Rise of Gru. We picked up uh, over uh, $200 million, almost a quarter Mm. uh, billion. It was a quarter billion over the course of the weekend. I went to see Despicable Me 3, which came out a few years ago as part of this Minions universe yeah. by myself as an adult. <laughs> a kids movie. went to see it by myself. So again, it's thinking, is there a film that you went to see by yourself that stands mm-hmm. out? Now, maybe like me, you're proud of it or maybe you're embarrassed to say went to see this movie solo. Patricia said Bob's Burgers. It just came out, right? It just came out, Based yeah. on that uh, cartoon show. She said she went to the 10.30 a.m. show, so there was no one in the theater. <laughs> now, the difference is, the Despicable Me is, is a cartoon. It's a kid's movie. Yeah. Bob's, Bob's Burgers, Burgers is a cartoon, not. but it is not for children. No. It's got potty mouth in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Michael said double team with Jean-Claude Van Damme and Dennis Rodman. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't even know that was a thing. Ooh. I kind of want to go see that now. <laughs> Jean-Claude Van Damme. And Seth said there was a special viewing of The Princess Bride a few years ago, and my wife and kids were refused to go, so I went alone. Remember we were talking to uh, Barry Bostwick? 
a couple of weeks mm-hmm. ago, and mm-hmm. he was uh, he was in the original uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show, and he was talking about how they show that sometimes at midnight, yeah, especially at the artsy fartsy kind of movie theaters, and people dress up and throw stuff at the screen. Super fun. Imagine yeah. doing that by yourself. You're dressed up like uh, Tim Curry as the transvestite, mm-hmm. throwing popcorn, and you're there all alone. That's a that's a weird time in your life when you, you find what? yourself walking down the street yes. all by yourself, just like Tim Curry yes. from Rocky Horror. But also, I think you're in good company if you're going to one of those things. So most of the people there are just. I, I have to say, I've been to one. They're really fun. Nice whip. So, right, right. You're in good company. So if you go alone, you're probably okay. Those leather boots look good on you, Bob. <laughs> Movie you're uh, proud to say or embarrassed to say you want to see by yourself. It's memorable. What was it? 732-774-4444. I need your help on this. 774-4444. Let's get a few more. You can text them or get them on Facebook. Hey, said. She said. So I'll give you a little reminder. Coming up 720 on Monday, we have got a secret here at Boss HQ. If you figure out what it is, it could be a big cash payout for you. We get thousands more bucks to give away. Mm-hmm. 720 Monday. All the details to win. 1071 The Boss. It's He Said. She Said. With Robbie and Rochelle. Brought to you by Ashley's Red, White, and Boom July 4th event. It's been extended. Shop huge discounts at Ashley. Ashley Home Stores. This is home right here in central New Jersey. Thank you. Ashley. Talking movies today, the big opening uh, over the holiday weekend. It's now the biggest 4th of July opening ever. Did almost a quarter billion dollars. Minions, the rise of Gru. Respect. Power. Banana. <laughs> Banana. The end. Yeah. When I was thinking about this, uh, I went to see the Despicable Me 3, which this is part of the whole Despicable Me franchise. They got mm-hmm. a bunch of, they got four of those, I think, or maybe the fourth one's coming out. Then they yeah. got a bunch of these Minions movies. Uh, Steve Carell is in this thing. Jean-Claude Van Damme is in it. He is. Someone texted us and we were talking about him. He's in it. Uh, Dolph Lundgren, Lucy Lawless, Xena, <laughs> Julie Andrews, Alan Arkin, really? Danny Trejo. Uh, Russell Brands. It's got an amazing cast. Anyway, I went to see the this kid's movie, The Third One, by myself. Mm-hmm. You mentioned you went to see uh, Fifty Shades by yourself. I got to say, is there a movie that you went to see by yourself, you get no shame, or maybe you get all the shame mm-hmm. in the world. You're a little embarrassed you went to see this one all alone. Tracy said the second Jurassic World movie. My husband doesn't really like those movies, so I went to the theater theater in Bradley Beach on a summer afternoon, and it was great. Well, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Although I still think the original was the best. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, uh, the original Jurassic Park. Yeah, all the yeah. sequels have just been, mm-hmm. you know, this, well, the right. dinosaurs are on the loose eating people again, you know? <laughs> I think they will learn. Here we go again. Christine said, back to school with Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> hey! <laughs> and Andy said, I'm embarrassed to say that I snuck into the Spice Girls movie <laughs> by myself when it came out. <laughs> yeah, you should be embarrassed about that. <laughs> it was called Spice World, by the way. Did you ever see that movie? I owned it on VHS. Oh, my God. Come on. I've never seen that one. I gotta no? Be honest. No. Well, we'll have to pop it in one night. It's pretty good. <laughs> I hope you don't still have it. <laughs> there were movies that would come out when I was uh, a kid, like, uh, they were kind of raunchy. I mean, they were R-rated movies, but there's a lot of nudity, and most of them were for boys, you know, like Porky's and mm. Revenge of the Nerds. Oh, sure. You know, you had uh, naked people in those, and a little later on, there was the American Pie movies. Mm-hmm. Remember, that was the thing where... You try and you try to go with all your buddies, but I, I kind I, of I did, awkward. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, right. So you kind of wanted to go see it by yourself, but and then you're like me seeing Fifty Shades of Grey by right. yourself. But so that's the thing, you're making fun of me. It's so it's so much easier now to be a horny thirteen year old boy <laughs> going to see Porky's. Was there a movie that you went to see by yourself? There's like five Porky's movies, by the way. There's there's almost as many as are at Jurassic Park. You would know. <laughs> you go to our Facebook dancer. You can always text us. 732-774-4444. That's he said. She said. <laughs>